It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host, Johnny Johnny Radio. Johnny Radio. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome into a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Hump Day! And man, we got a busy, busy, busy hump day out here in the sports world, and um, we are wall-to-wall packed because we got to talk a little MLB today as well. I am extremely excited. Been watching a little spring training baseball. Shohei got $700 million! And in his first spring training game with the Dodgers... My man went yard. That's right. So we're going to talk a little spring training. There's some interesting things going on today in the world of spring training. And if you're paying attention to the Dodgers, uh, you're definitely paying attention to the uh, new pieces that they've put out there. Yamamoto, he is pitching today for the uh, Dodgers. It'll be his first start. And I will say this guy looks pretty damn filthy. If you have not seen him, um, check him out. It's a uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He makes a spring training debut. I can't wait to see him. Um, you hear a lot of nasty things. We're going to find out what this man's all about. And I love talking a little MLB. We got a uh, Chris Sale, by the way, who is now a Brave. I actually love this move. I think this is a great move for the Braves. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the Braves rotation right now, and I'm saying to myself, Spencer, I know you Ryder going to Spencer Strider and go. It's going to strike out 230, 40, 50 people this year. He's the guy up at the top. You got Max Freed, Charlie Morton, three dudes who can flat out pitch professional pitchers. One of them power pitcher. The other two can do, a, I mean, Freed can do a little bit of everything. Martin, that crafty vet, keeps hitters off balance, keeps the ball on the ground. And Chris Sale. Chris Sale has been injured, I mean completely injured the last few seasons. He's looked terrible with Boston. Let's just be real and call a spade a spade. But Chris Sale, from everything that I've been hearing and seeing, has been feeling better than he has in the last three years. He looks really good. I was watching some of his workouts. Um, my man feels like he's invigorated and him going to the Braves, he had a no trade clause. He could have said, no, no, I ain't doing this. He, it didn't even take him a day when the, when Boston said, Hey, uh, you want to go to, you want to do a little trade action with the Braves? He was like, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I think this is going to be a great move for him. And then don't forget you have Bryce Elder who last year came on, um, extremely good before the all-star break. Fell off a little bit in his rookie season, you know, late going down the stretch. Never thrown that many innings, but I'm telling you, uh, this kid's going to be special. And they also brought up uh, Reynaldo Lopez. So they've got a little depth at pitching. Damn it, I just love this time of the year. Um, I mean, hell, I was watching Byron Buxton video. Did you know that? Like, that's how excited I am about baseball. You know, this is the first year. Last year, he could only DH. My man's had two knee surgeries the last two years. They say my man is uh, feeling good, going to be back out in center field. And remember, he wasn't just a gold glove player in center field. He was platinum. He was the best of the best of the best. 
My man could cover more ground. Hopefully he can get back healthy, do a little bit for the Twins. Uh, though did hear some just terrible, sad, sad news. A lot of talk around the Toronto Blue Jays pitching staff this year and how it's going to be a lot better. Could be the best in the AL East unless the Yankees go out there and add Blake Snail, which I think they're going to do. I mean, all signs point to Blake Snail signing with the Yankees. You got Juan Soto talking about him in interviews. Uh, there's, you know, you know, there's just all the the feelers are out. But Toronto Blue Jays reliever Eric Swanson had to leave spring training. This is just, oh my God! When I saw this story, it has a happy ending. I mean, it's not a completely happy ending yet, but hopefully everything will work out. His four-year-old son got hit by a car. Had to be airlifted to a hospital over in Clearwater, Florida. All the Blue Jays, of course, everybody. Uh, young man, um, thank goodness. Uh, they, you know, um, as my man Eric said, uh, it basically the first responders did everything. And he's so thankful for the incredible work of them because they saved his son. He is at the hospital recovering. And at all signs point to... Um, you know, a, a speedy and full recovery, which is great news. But uh, that was like, man, when you see some stories like that coming out, you got to forget, man, it is still, it's still just a game. On the fun side of baseball, tell me you saw Joey Votto. What did he put out yesterday, Mr. Dacus? I did. Joey Votto, do you – he's been playing for so long, there's no way you can remember him when he was – when he first came up. He was – he had to go to a psychiatrist – he was so uncomfortable talking to people. He didn't like talking to the media. You remember how Ricky Williams back in the day used to wear his helmet because he had anxiety so bad talking to reporters mm -hmm. and being in those socials type situations? That was Joey Votto when he first came up to baseball. He even had to take off a couple months during a season one year because it got so bad in his head. My man went to therapy, he worked on his demons. And now the guy is the funniest dude in baseball. And do you remember, who was the first person they mic'd up on the field? Joey Votto. It was Joey Votto. How far he came, not just as an unbelievable baseball player and a professional hitter, to where now he, he couldn't even talk to reporters. He couldn't talk to people. A lot of people used to think he was mean. And just thought he was uh, standoffish and didn't like anybody. Because, man, it was – he'll come to the Paul Park. He'll play. He won't talk to nobody. He'll, after the games, my man's leaving. He ain't talking to nobody. No, it's because damn anxiety was so bad. Now he's putting out videos <laughs> saying, please sign me. You're looking desperate. Look, look desperate. He's in a parking lot. Like it looks like it's a Walmart parking lot. And he's talking about how if he doesn't get signed, he's not going to return the carts. He's going to do the carts like it's golf. Just get it close to the, the cart return. I mean, dude, Joey Votto is so funny. He's a professional hitter. Somebody get out there. Uh, sign my man, Joey. I can only see him playing in a red uniform. Hot I mean, take. I, I hope nobody signs him, and I hope he's desperate forever, and I wish he would stop making videos. What? Yeah, that's my hot take. You don't like Joey Votto? I never said that. I never said that. I just don't like when people look desperate, and he looks awfully desperate. Right Dude, now. It, that is a such a comical though. Like he's doing that in such. You fun. know what? Fool me once. I think it's funny. Twice. Eh. Have you Next looked at social see, media lately? Mm, the dude's I'm hilarious. I'm done with it. He had the one where he was in the uh, a couple days ago. Where he was he, he was at the um, 
car wash, and he's like going through the car wash, and he was like, "This this doesn't feel like spring training." And then yes, now he has the one that. with the with the car. <laughs> I mean, you make a third one. Now you're just begging people to sign you. I mean, good lord! I love it, man. My man, my man is at the end of his career. He's he knows it's 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 almost over. And guess what? He oh, ain't re- he ain't ready to let it go. He's having like a like a post baseball crisis before he's even like fully retired. I mean, good lord, Holmes, man. Let me tell you something. I I think I'm in a midlife crisis myself right now. Mm. I just think that's what happens, and I ain't been ever a professional ball player or anything close to it. But, man, I put a basketball goal up yesterday. Shorty ball starting soon. You know that, right? Maybe you and uh, you and Joey Votto, two peas in a pod. I need to reach out to Joey Votto, see who wants to be part of Shorty Ball. Is that something he too, though? How tall is Joey Votto? No, I'm, I, I think he's taller than Because you know right? Shorty Ball is 6'2 and under. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he'll make that cut. We just play on a little um, – Smaller goal. We use the uh, no. He is six two, gr- so he just makes the cut. Oh, he makes the just cut barely. Okay, so Joey Votto could play shorty ball with me. By the way, looks um, bigger than six two. You know, it's a three man league. It's an eight and a half foot goal. Free throw line from twelve feet. Three point line from twenty feet. Where are signups? The um, man, man. Let me get the league together. Mm. I'm also, you know, man. I'm getting ready, man. Shorty ball. You wait. Shorty balls come into your neighborhood soon. This thing's gonna be bigger than pickleball. You know how many six two under peeps are out there who want to play basketball like the pros? Use a woman's ball so you can actually palm it. Well, oh. if you can palm a woman's ball, I can't palm a man's ball, but I can use the woman's. Interesting. So we, you know, it's a little bit smaller ball, so you can palm that John, or you know, act like you're sure, like you're Michael, like you're like dude, or if you're like six two, you can act like you're Shaq, bro. I guess so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, dude, shorty ball is going to take off. And also, speaking of the midlife crisis, though, in baseball, you know what arrived today? I got my first gaming system since I was probably a wee lad and got that Nintendo. Yeah, that's right. You were telling me about it yesterday, the VR uh, headset. MetaQuest is the thing on your head. Is that what it's called, Uh, Meta? Meta, or now they've got the Apple Vision Pro. Um, I got Meta something, MetaQuest 2, I think, Oculus is another one. Well, the point is, is I don't play games on it. This right. is real just, life. Uh, Bro, I got this attachment. You put it on your baseball bat, okay? You put these goggles on. You just go in your backyard, and you can pick between 600 different types of pitchers. Wow. All kinds of speeds. All kinds of junk. You can take get, like, bat a 12-year-old to throw to me so I can, like, you know, actually Crush make him? contact? No, yeah. man. This thing, dude. Huh. I'm just telling you, young people today who actually care about playing sports today, there is so much out there. To help you get in better. Like, it, it's crazy how much stuff there is. But damn, enough about me. Sorry, I got off on a small tangent. All you people out there, by the way, who are weekend warriors, if you do like baseball, I think we're about 40 days away or 30 days away. Let me pull it up. But go to HDL uh, Memphis, pull it up, register. We're about to get ready to start playing some baseball if you're 30 and older. Oh, it's 30. I was telling my buddy about it the other day. There's a 20 and, and older like, league. Oh, I was like, you should I go, play in the 30 play. and older, homes. Uh, I see. There's also a 40 and older league. Wow. But on I the move playing. soon. Yeah. Huh? I said you're going to be on the move soon. Bro, I'm already over 40. Well, I know. I'm well but, past that. But if you're, if you're already playing down, you know, at some point you're going to have to. Oh, I know. Trust me. have to move up to that, that other league. Trust me, brother. I know these things. Oh, my goodness. But, no, we got a little baseball notes. We got some NFL stuff that's been going down. If you haven't been paying attention, don't forget the Underwear Olympics start tomorrow. That is the NFL Combine. Big game for the Memphis Tigers. Oh, my goodness. They play UAB. That's not till Saturday. 
Right, they play East Carolina tomorrow, though. That's right. Mm-hmm. Who cares about East? Oh my God, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about East Carolina. <laughs> I've been scared to death of Andy Kennedy. I love your response of "Who cares about East Carolina?" I was like, "It's on the road." And then You're I like, thought, "Oh my God, well, East Carolina." Well, there's, a, there's a difference when you play East Carolina <laughs> on the road, man. Like, yeah, I, I've been having flashbacks. Of what, what was it? Twenty twenty two when. Uh, when Jalen Duran and Amani Bates and they go out to East Carolina and lose by one, ooh, damn, 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 damn. Um, Tigers in East Carolina. That game's at six o'clock on the Deuce. I just had to pull it up because I, I've already, I kind of already wrote that one down as a win, and have been worried about UAB and FAU. So now I'm going to have to uh, focus again tomorrow. Memphis, East Carolina. So we're going to talk some hoops now. Speaking of college hoops. Man, that Houston under was easy, wasn't it? Sure was. And I will tell you one thing. Houston, their defense is so much better than anybody else's defense in basketball. San Diego State put on a defensive clinic last night. They they somehow defend like crazy without fouling. But Houston just does it a different way and on a different level. They impressed the hell out of me. But to me, do they look like the number one overall team in the country? I don't know. Like, their offense can really struggle at times. If you watch that first half, their defense was so bad, they only gave up 17 points. Problem is, their offense was so bad in that first half, they only scored 27. I mean, if LJ Cryer, if Shed, if they're not getting off, they're, like, like Shed has been terrible the last couple games. He was 2 for 11 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, only had 9 points. He did have 11 assists. My man is still producing, but he's usually like LJ Cryer's their leading scorer. But I feel like the offense runs through Shed, and what takes them to another level is when he's a superior scorer and he's got his shot. That elevates the entire team. Cryer, Shed, when they're going, it's it's big. Sharp, you know, he'll 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 do a little bit, but damn, they miss so many shots. Their field goal percentage for that game was only thirty eight percent. Houston's. And don't no, we talked yesterday. Cincinnati's defense is no joke either. Top twenty-five, very, very good. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it, there was too many open looks that drove me absolutely crazy. And how many free throws is Houston going missing? Like they are not a good free throw shooting team. These are things that can get there and bite your ass in the tournament. Or if you get an officiating crew that's whistles are really, really tight, because. Houston is all up in your business, like straight up all up in your business. But again, being the number one overall seed, are they deserving? They're twenty five and three. Hell yeah, they're they're twelve and three in, in, in the Big Twelve. But do they do they look like UConn to me? No. UConn to me looks head and shoulders better than every team in the country because they can do everything. Do I see flaws in Utah, uh, UConn? Of course, you can find something with everybody. I mean, when we watch them play Creighton, they struggle to defend the three-point line. If you are hot, that's the one thing that scares me about UConn. In the tournament, you get a team that's just hotter than Cooter Brown from outside. That can bite your ass, especially if you're not good at defending the three. But that's their only weakness. They can score inside. They can score outside. They defend in the paint extremely well. They get out in transition. They also don't give up a lot of transition points and turn the basketball over. UConn is stacked. Stacked. Hell, and the second best team, I believe, in the Big East, Marquette. 
I feel like that's a kind of team that would also like Marquette playing Houston would be one of the funnest games I think to what? watch in my life. Yeah. You have the slowest team in basketball and pace of play in Houston, and you have Marquette who is a bunch of lightning just coming out of a freaking bottle. They are up and down the court like nobody's business. Both teams, hella defenders. I don't know why. That's a game that I, I really just want to see. I was thinking about that last night when I was watching the Cougars play. I'm like, damn, man. Seeing them play a team, like Houston, play a team that wants to run and score 100 points against a team like Houston who just wants to keep that junt in the 60s. Styles make fights. I want to see it. But also last night, man, did you you got to tip your cap. Mississippi State fought they ass off last night. They did. Just came up short. Did you see Lil Shepard? I did. 11 points, a block, and a steal in the last minute and 40 seconds. What? Dude, that was ridiculous. Like, ripped every person's heart out in Starkville. Like, ripped their freaking hearts out. And that was a big win for Kentucky on the road. After scoring a hundred some hundred and seventeen points over the weekend and just dominating to go down to Starkville to still be able to go into a very raucous crowd, find yourself down by eight points at the half, and then come out and and to be honest with you, the first five to seven minutes of that second half, it didn't look like Kentucky was gonna come back. When you got ten minutes into the second half, I was like, mm, I'm kinda Kentucky's showing a little sign of life. But damn, down that stretch, boy, they went the freak off. They went off. It was wild. It was wild. My man, um, Shepard, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Dacus was just telling you what he did in the freaking closing minutes of the game. No, not closing minutes. Closing minute, minute no, and 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Minutes. Ah, uh, no. I, get, I, I, I took 20 said, seconds. Minutes could mean Three minutes, be four two. minutes. Okay, I mean, that is extremely impressive to do in one minute and 40 seconds. And a minute and 40 seconds is really impressive. But also to finish the night with 32 points, hit four three-pointers, go 11 of 14 from the field, hit every single free throw, and drop seven dimes, have two steals, two blocks. Holy moly. He did his dad something proud, didn't he? Look how much talent is on that team, by the way, with Kentucky. Look how many people can take a game over. It's crazy. I'm telling you, that Kentucky team scares me. I still think they t- should. that Tennessee team is the most complete. Auburn's very damn good and deep. I still love the SEC. You know that. I guess SEC and me, you know me, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, great basketball tonight, by the way. You got Auburn and Tennessee. ho. <laughs> Bruce Pearl's trying to be nice today, by the way, saying that Tennessee he is definitely the best team in the SEC right now. That came out today from Bruce, trying to butter him up. Because uh, Auburn heads to Thompson Bowling Arena tonight, 6 o'clock. That's on the deuce as well tonight. Tennessee is a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this basketball game. I know I am fired up to watch this one. The total set at 151-and-a-half. feel like that total is a little low, believe it or not. I don't. See, I mean, Tennessee's got a great defense, but they can score and they pay it up, play at a higher pace now. And Auburn, man, if they get hot, I mean, you know they can they can flat out do it. I kind of like. I'm kind of feeling like also this is one of those games where in the last three minutes, minutes if it's close, a lot of free throws, a lot of fouling, 
Um, a lot of big shots. So I'm leaning there, but you know we'll give you all of our plays at about 1250, 1250 today. We'll tell you what all our plays are. Another uh, interesting basketball game for one simple reason. Florida, who's a 13.5 point favorite. Are they overlooking Missouri? You hope not. Missouri is still 0-14 in the SEC. Can they get off the schneid? I don't think they can do it in Gainesville. No. I'm looking at Missouri, and I'm thinking to myself, damn. Missouri, I don't know if you have a win in conference. You know who their last games are? Florida tonight. A desperate Ole Miss team who has to get right. Auburn, who is filthy nasty. And then they play the last game of the year. It'll be a little Tiger on Tiger crime at LSU. Is there, is there a win in there? Uh, it'd be hard. Uh, I keep I saying – I, they, I hate they, to say this. Ole Miss is their best chance well, to I keep, win. I keep saying I think they just accidentally fall into a fall win. Fall into a win. It's not going to be Ole against Miss. Auburn. You think nah, it's Ole Miss? I think it's Ole Miss, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I think that's on um, Saturday. I think so. Saturday, the Ole Miss game, I believe. I should know since I did the schedule <laughs> the other day and <laughs> put it in there. But anyway um, – we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I hope you uh, keep tuned because we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to talk tons of hoops. Got all kinds of great information, but we got to talk a little bit about some wrestling. That's right. Dustin Stars on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56, WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Hump day in the house. You know what that means. It's time to talk with Dustin Starr. Yo, Dustin, what's up, my man? Oh, yeah. It's hump day, brother. It's a good week, man. We got a lot going on. How about you, brother? Man, I'm doing so good, bro. I put up a basketball goal in the back of my house yesterday. was shooting hoops yesterday. I ordered this game, kind of a game. I don't play games on it, but it's called, like, uh, Win Reality. You, like, play baseball and put a headset on, and you're, like, watching pro pitchers pitch to you and stuff just in your backyard. So, like, I'm ready for the spring. It's already here. I mean, I'm fired up. Man, yeah. March 29th is opening day for the Memphis Redbirds. It's, like, 3.05, so it's going to be super cool. I love it. Can't wait for it. Of course, the Grizzlies, they're back at home this week. And I got to tell you, I don't know if this is public knowledge or if it's on the Internet or something, but this Friday – is Grizz's birthday. 
So we are going to be in for a huge celebration. Kevin, in the game on Saturday? There is. We're back-to-back, baby, Friday oh, and Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. I knew so I don't know if we're, hey, man, I don't know Saturday. if me and, me and Grizz, we might not make it to Saturday because we're going to party so hard for his birthday on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Come <laughs> party like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah, don't ask how old Grizz is either. <laughs> He's He can't be that old. He's got to be subtracting by now, right? Yeah, probably. Man, well, um, <laughs> they got the Timberwolves on, what is that, Thursday? Th- they have the Timberwolves oh, tomorrow, me, tonight. You know, maybe pull up. Yeah, I think tonight on the yeah, road. And then yeah, Portland is the, the back-to-back. And then Portland's the back-to-back. I was like, wait a second, are they playing three? No, no, no. Yeah, they got the Timberwolves tonight. Then we got the Trailblazers on a little back-to-back action. Oh, yeah. I can't That's wait. It's kind of weird having a, a Friday-Saturday Trailblazers fiesta. It is, um, you know, I don't remember how many back-to-back Friday-Saturday games we've had lately. It seems oh. like we've had, like, every single Thursday, I feel like we've had games, you know. And we've had quite a few of them. I remember we had seven out of eight days, and then we had four in a row, and then three in a week. And that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of, you, you have to think about it. Like, you know, having a game at night, for us, you know, I've started, i got to get ready, and then we got to be there, you know, at least two, two and a half hours before tip-off, and then, you know, then there's tip-off, then there's the game, and then you got to do your stuff to wrap up the night, and then you get home. So it's, those are long days for everybody, and including, you know, us Game Ops folks. Lots of basketball. Lots of basketball, but, man, dude, think about it. March is about to be here, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Hello, yeah. March Madness. It's coming to Forum, man. FedEx Forum's got March Madness this year. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have March. Man, it's going to be buck. You know? Like, I'm, I'm fine. Hey, hey. hey, you know what else, March? You got March 15th, SmackDown Live, coming to FedEx Forum, and it's confirmed. Finally, The Rock is coming back to Memphis. Or should I say he's coming home? The Rock is going to be in Memphis on March 15th. Like, that's 100% happening. Absolutely. So The Rock tweeted this out. I believe it was early yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. He said, sold out this Friday. And by the way, I'm going to be at this SmackDown. And I'm so his first SmackDown. SmackDown, I mean, his first return is going to be in Memphis. Well, he, he's already back. So he, he just put it put it out there and let everybody know. So I've been working with FedEx Forum on, you know, a little bit of marketing and stuff for the SmackDown. And so they said, hey, hold tight. I, we're getting... We're getting confirmation from WWE because that came out from The Rock's Twitter, which is cool. That's pretty much done deal. If The Rock says he's going to be in Memphis, he's going to be in Memphis. But then we got word from WWE that he will definitely be there. So if you have not got your SmackDown Live tickets, you need to get them like yesterday because they will sell out. And I was talking to one of my buddies, Eric, and he said, do you think people just go buy a ticket just to see The Rock? And I looked at him like like I'd smelled something foul, like, what? When's the last time you saw The Rock live in person? And he's like, man, what, 2008? I'm like, are you kidding me? Absolutely, people would go out and buy a ticket just to see The Rock. So it's the road to WrestleMania. March 15th is SmackDown at FedEx Forum. We know The Rock's going to be there. Shoot, Randy Orton's going to be there. I know that. Bobby Lashley. Just away from WrestleMania, it's going to be a great show. So I... It's definitely going to sell out. I mean, I have no no question about it. All right. So, what kind of uh, like is the Rock wrestling? Is he going to be doing crazy things? Like, what are we what are we going to what do you expect to see when he comes to Memphis on uh, the fifteenth? I would uh, I would expect to hear a lot of trash talking uh, because too. coming up this week, 
Cody Rhodes has called out The Rock. So he challenged The Rock. So I'm sure The Rock's going to answer the Is challenge. Is that the dude with the Friday. white hair? Yes, yeah. He, he's a rock star, man. He's the guy. He is the tippy tippy top guy. He's on all the graphics and posters. He's on on the trucks. He's headlining the pay per views. He's number one in selling merchandise. The dude's doing it all. It's Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, and he called out The Rock. And you know, The Rock slapped him a couple weeks ago. So this is getting really good. So depending on what happens this week and next week on SmackDown, it'll really give you a good idea of what The Rock is going to have in store coming up. Because you know he's got this. This distinction with his family, Roman Reigns, and the bloodline, and then also he's got Cody challenging him, and the fans are kind of booing him now because he's he's kind of flipped. They love Cody so much that they're kind of booing The Rock a little bit. So there's a lot going on, but it's all gonna it's all gonna happen at FedEx Forum in Memphis. I, I can't wait, uh, and I'm actually excited that they did announce that The Rock's going to be there. Because, gosh, man, I was getting asked all the time, "Do you think The Rock's going to make it?" Gosh, I hope so. You know, Cody Rhodes looks like an evil villain, though, which is, trips me out. Because, like, he looks like um, like he could, like, play in a movie like he'd be an assassin. John, I said the same thing. I was talking to Jay Morgan. I said I thought he was a heel the whole time before I, did I started too. watching Like, when I first saw him, I, I was 100%. like, man, that dude, like, he looks like he would, like, he's I'm the dude you. that when he walks in a restaurant, he's there to hit somebody. I'm with you. He, he could. He could. Okay, so, like, is it the neck tattoo? Is that what it is? It's it's the eyes, it's that white <laughs> hair, it's his his scowling face. Like he looks like if he was in a, if he was going to be cast into a movie, he would be the bad guy for sure. Like 100%. Well, so I feel like that he's like the buttoned up baby face good guy. He is the all-American American good guy that people would cheer like GI Joe type of stuff or whatever. He's all in a suit, he's clean cut, you know, he smiles and all that stuff and he's friendly. But then on the flip side, you know, very similar to The Rock. He's very easy to make a villain because you know of all those looks same like? reasons. Do you remember American Gladiators? Yes. He reminds me like he would be an American Gladiator. Like he's got the I white hair that. and he's got the build and everything and he's got a crazy scowl. Like I could see that dude being like a Nitro or I can't remember their. What about dude. Nitro was one of my faves too. Ice and Nitro Ice, were Nitro. my two favorite. Like he yeah. looks straight up at a villain out of a freak. Well, now how about this? Now let's hear me out here. He looks like Dolph Lundgren in Rocky movie. Dude, that's why I think um, the hair, the yeah, suit, he does. You know, the jawline, and he's Russian I mean, man. And we were going for Rocky. That's another reason I, I think he looks like a villain. He does. He he does kind of look like a villain, but I, I could see it on the flip side where he just looks like the all American babyface too. So especially like you know he's got this. Uh, gosh, I wish I knew what kind of dog it was. Now, but he's got this white dog with the bluest eyes. And sometimes you know they show him walking around backstage like they're look who's arrived in the building, and he's got his dog with him, and it's like this dog that he's walking, which is kind of cool. Just adds another element to it. <laughs> well, in real life, if Cody Rhodes fought The Rock, would The Rock whip his ass? I mean, if you're if you're basing it off of like look and stuff, I mean, The Rock is probably twice Cody's size. That's Cody's what I was wondering too. how they're going to fight because I was like, The Rock looks so much bigger than him. Well, now, Cody's a tall guy and he's in shape. He's just not as bulky and beefy as The Rock. I mean, if you look at him and compare him to back in his wrestling days, I mean, he's obviously cleaned that diet up and just oh, got to be super strict in order to be as as lean and as muscular as The Rock is, and I think The Rock is like 50. 
Dude. looks better than ever. I don't understand So, But, that. you know, I mean, there's guys like Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor that are real small dudes that will beat up <laughs> at the same time. So. You know, that's a really good point. That is a <laughs> really, really good point. Well, man, I can't believe it, man. March 15th, you got that, um, you know, smack down with The Rock here in Memphis. Um, I know that's going to be awesome. Again, March Madness, Tiger's got some big stuff going down. But let's uh, not forget, um, you got a little something-something going on in March yourself. We do. We do. we got a lot going on. March the 10th is going to be our next television taping. So that's coming up not this Sunday, but next Sunday. The Murder Hawk monster Lance Archer from AEW, he's going to be there. Also, this is not even out there yet. But I just confirmed the cowboy James Storm. He's coming for the first time to our television event. So he'll be there as well. Reality of Wrestling champion Will All Day is coming in the house. It's going to be cool. Get your tickets at MemphisWrestling.tv. But this Sunday, there's a pay-per-view. It's actually Sting's last match. Wait a second. That's the big thing going on. Like Sting? Yes, the Stinger. One of the most famous wrestlers ever. His last match? Yeah, I think Sting. And, of course, I don't have Wiki in front of me. I was going to say, I think he's like 60, and he's diving off balconies and going through tables and all that. But Does he still paint his face? Yes, yes. It's kind of, he's still the, the crow stick. Bro, you know, black that and is white face wild. Face. I didn't know that dude was still wrestling. Man, he is, um, he is still at a very high level and competing at a high level. But this Sunday at AEW Revolution, it's a pay-per-view. You can watch free at Dave & Buster's with us. And again, Johnny, this is a $60 pay-per-view that you can come out and watch absolutely free. And then also, we'll be handing out power cards. Now, those power cards, they're game cards, and they're worth $10. So we'll give you 10 bucks to play games just to come out and watch wrestling with us. But this is Sting's last match, and it's a tag team title match. So uh, Stinger and Darby Allen won the tag team titles. Now they got to go against the executive vice presidents of All Elite Wrestling, the Young Bucks, and they're defending the titles. And the thing is, is, is Johnny, a lot of times on the way out, or the young, you do the favor. The young Bucks are going to, like, yeah, but I think the Young Bucks are taking over. I, I, that's why, I, I don't know what's going to happen here, because usually if it's your last match, and I know it sounds crazy, but usually you do the favor and you lose, especially if you're a tag team champion, and that's like the term on the inside. you got to pass the torch. you got to do the job on the way out. But... Is Sting going to lose his last match? Dude, it's almost crazy. like he has to because he's a tag team champion. And I would, like I said, you usually you usually do the job and do the favor on the way out. But, man, I'd hate to see Stinger losing his last match. So uh, that's kind of the story there is will Sting win or will he lose? What's going to happen? But allegedly for the last time ever, he's lacing up the boots on, on Sunday at Revolution. So Sunday, March 3rd, get to Dave & Buster's at what time? Ah, shoot, man, I'd get up there about 6.30, bell time, 7 o'clock. They put the pregame on there. You got all the TVs, the big screen TVs on. We got the sound going. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And, and I like watching the fans, too, because they, like, cheer the TV. They start chanting at the TV. <laughs> man, I, I bet, man. They got all kinds of TVs around there, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun, good food. Dustin will be down there doing his thing. All right. All right I will. So we got um, – I need to know how did, how did it go in Strayhorn. Oh, Strayhorn was great. I think the final number was just over $3,000 of profit for the Strayhorn band. And you got to remember, this is a small town, you know, not a lot going on. We went up to the school, filled up the gymnasium, had a lot of fun, and 
was able to raise, you know, several thousand dollars in order for them to get some new equipment, props and stuff, uh, to go out and try to win some more contests with the uh, Straight Horn Band. So went really good. Man, that shout is out to them. great news, great news. Now, what are, what, when do I get to watch you on TV? This, the, actually, the Strayhorn matches, I think, will be posted up on YouTube today. And uh, here's a little funny story. All day long, Johnny, my phone wouldn't work because Strayhorn, there was no service. <laughs> so, you know, imagine being out there on a Saturday all day long, and I've got very little service. I couldn't couldn't post or tweet or brag about what we were doing or anything. I so. bet you were going nuts. <laughs> yeah. I even pulled out my uh, Wi-Fi. We carry our you know, mobile Wi-Fi or whatever. I couldn't even get that thing to work, man. But that's, that's um, you know, it's just a little bit past Cenotopia is where Strayhorn is located at. But uh, those matches, they'll, they'll be posted up this week. And then also on Saturday, uh, actually Friday night on Action News 5 Plus, and then also on Saturday we have our newest episode, and it's Super Bout Week 1. So with our Super Bout, it's our three-year anniversary that's going to hit TV. We have three weeks' worth of it, so it's, Basically, one big show in three parts, and part one is this week, and the tag team titles are on the line. The women's championship is on the line between two best friends. Really, really good show. I highly recommend it. You can check it out this Saturday on YouTube. Um, by the way, I did see some sad news, by the way, in the world of wrestling. Um, Ted DiBiase's a million-dollar man. He had that uh, bodyguard, Virgil. Virgil, yeah. Man, did he pass away. It. Yeah, I just saw the news. I was getting my hair cut, and then uh, me and Reese the Beast, we stopped by McDonald's and grabbed a Happy Meal over there on Poplar and opened up my phone and was like, oh, oh. so yeah, Virgil, I, I don't know what the cause of death was. I, I don't know if he had oh, health he was, problems. Yeah, he, was, he had like health that. problems. He had health issues. He had, you know, he had a stroke, had dementia. It was very, very sad situation. Oh, man. But I do what? remember, didn't he beat up on his boss, Ted DiBiase, and like that's how he changed? Yeah, man, if you go back into the 80s and you watch, 80s and 90s, and you watch this, the, these two, the Million Dollar Man was a rich, millionaire white man. Carrying around his money his, all the time. Yeah, and his sidekick was Virgil, a, a black man, who did everything for Million Dollar Man. Uh, Million Dollar Man would tell him what to do, and he did it. So it was very, um, especially in today's day and age, very controversial gimmick, but when Virgil decided that he had had enough... And then he whipped his actually, ass... Yeah, this is actually really good stuff. You should go back and check out on, on Peacock or on YouTube or something like that. But when once Virgil had had enough, oh my gosh, the people were behind him so good. I'm actually surprised that Virgil didn't become an even bigger star than what he was because they hated Million Dollar Man so much and they cheered Virgil so much when he finally turned into a good guy and went against the Million Dollar Man. And so that was just one of the really hot, awesome breakups that I remember back in the day growing up watching WWE. And then I think there were also, um, Virgil was in Memphis. I think he spent some time in Memphis. He, he did, he did a whole lot in his wrestling career. And after WWE or WWF, he did go on to WCW. He was a member of the NWO. So, you know, I hate to, hate to hear the bad news about Virgil. Yeah. Um, one other thing I was going to ask you about Vince McMahon, we always got to talk about him. Uh, yeah. Basically, every single week, uh, I did actually see, and, I, and again, I don't know who this person is. Some dude named Harvey Wimpleman. Do you know who that is? Even yeah, that's downtown Bruno. 
So Harvey Whippleman, a.k.a. Downtown he Bruno. He came out and defended and said that Vince McMahon is a wonderful person. Okay. Well, that's he needs to put his finger on the pulse of what's going on around here. He, he he was Vince McMahon's personal concierge for I don't know over twenty years, so I think uh, I think downtown Bruno probably knows a whole lot more than most other people know. I could only imagine like, the things I don't think that Harvey would, Whippleman has seen. That's what I was going to say. If I'm Harvey Whippleman, I wouldn't even be coming out and saying about how wonderful yeah. Vince McMahon is. And you and need to shut up. I am, <laughs> and, and he's, and I, and my, our friendship, and blah blah blah. Again, like we have, I mean, we have sex trafficking, sexual assault. Like these are serious, serious things that are. Um, all over Vince McMahon, and then the dude goes then out on some damn podcast and starts just talking about, in a nutshell, you know, he's he's nothing but great. You know, I'm I'm going, damn, this dude really um, is not very bright. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Bruno's a friend of mine, but that's not. Uh, I agree 100 percent with your statement. I mean, even even a guy like Randy Orton or Becky Lynch, you know, they'll they'll say gosh, the Vince that we knew was this, and it's really heartbreaking to hear that, and man, I'm very disappointed. Or Brett the Hitman Hart said, I've lost every ounce of respect. I'm actually disappointed in myself that I didn't know before this, that he was like this type of person. You know, there, there is, there is, if you knew one guy and he turned out to be another, you cannot just pretend that he didn't turn into that other person. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, I, and Bruno, he needs to be careful because this thing is not done yet. No, I mean, this man and being could get the personal concierge. In, correct. He could get called yeah. in to testify on some of this stuff. You're going to be questioned, brother, because you were there all the time with Vince. I remember stories where Bruno would tell me, all right, if, if they asked me to go get a black belt, I'd go out and buy 20 black belts. Like, you know, pants just for pants. Mm-hmm. You know, Vince say, hey, I need... Need need a black belt? Go get me a black belt. So he'd go out and he'd buy twenty black belts. You know, Walmart, Target, Mall, whatever, and then bring it back. And Vince would pick one, and they'd throw the rest away. <laughs> that was, yeah. If they needed anything when they got into town, Bruno was the one to go get it. Oh so man! If you are the personal concierge for a man who just got. Slapped with the, the most scary, nasty allegations in the history the, of the Some of the time. worst things you've ever heard. Yeah, you probably need to lay low. <laughs> I would think. I would. I'd be I, like, I don't even know what you're talking out. about. I only saw him when I was getting filmed. Every, every single time I was there, we were on film. <laughs> there was a documentary that was coming out very soon about Vince McMahon, and I heard that it had some very alarming parts in it. And I don't know if they've pushed that back now because I would imagine that they would want to include all the new stuff. Stuff that's going on. That's happened and uh, whenever it do- does come out. I mean, we talked about Dark Side of the Ring a couple weeks ago. Just imagine what that Dark Side of the Ring is going to look like. Oh, it's going gonna, it's, it's to be absolutely crazy because the They're stuff that I've read one. is some of the craziest stuff I've ever read in my life. Now, Dustin, we got all kinds of things. Again, we got SmackDown coming March 15th. You have your next TV taping on March 10th. Is that correct? That is correct. How do they get tickets? MemphisWrestling.tv. Johnny, man, we had it packed out at Super Bowl. I am telling you, I'm not one of these sales guys that says, you better get them or they're going to be gone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. We, we sold out. We sold every single seat in the house at our last event. 
And uh, just extremely thankful that everybody's supporting Memphis Wrestling for our third year. Got some really cool stuff coming up. There's a wrestling night coming up with, with the Memphis Grizzlies. There is the Arkansas Travelers out in Little Rock. Memphis Wrestling will be out there coming up on April 20th. We're going to be at FedEx or at AutoZone Park coming up in June for another wrestling night with the ball team. There's just a lot going on, man. Mid-South Fair, Dyer County Fair. Memphis Wrestling's going to be all over the place this year, baby. I can't wait. Man, it's going to be a wonderful year. Don't forget also Friday, Saturday, go see Dustin at FedEx Forum as the Grizzlies got a back-to-back with a little Trailblazers action. And then when, what, baseball starts, what, on the 24th? March 29th, 29th. is what I think I saw. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I'm going to be there. I'd love to be there opening night. And um, look, I'm so excited about Friday being Grizz's birthday. Because usually there's some shenanigans that goes on. Like Grizz always invites other mascots from other teams to come in. They throw a party. They have some sort of big halftime thing. So I don't know exactly what's going down. Nice. But I know we're going to have a lot of guests in the house coming up on Friday. Damn right, man. Well, Dustin, have fun. Everybody follow him at Dustin Star. And, uh, again, you'll see him all over Memphis. Be blessed, homie. Johnny, thank you, brother. Talk to you next week. That is Dustin Star. Follow me at Dustin Star with two R's. We got to take a quick time out. Back into shakes. Got a little update. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11 here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I am your buddy, Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. Thank you to Dustin Starr on the other side. We talked a little wrestling. The Rock's coming to Memphis on March 15th. A little smackdown in Memphis, Tennessee. Man, we got a little NCAA tournament. We got all kinds of good stuff going on. Um, but tonight, though, there's a really good basketball game. We kind of talked about it for just a second. Auburn plays Tennessee. A lot of stuff you need to uh, be aware of. I talked about that total, 151, maybe being a little low because both teams can score. Did want to say, though, um, if you didn't know, Vols are 7th in defense, uh, defensive efficiency. You know Auburn's 10th? How about that? Yeah. Uh, Vols are 2nd nationally in opposing shooting percentage. Auburn's 3rd. Wow. The Vols, when they're at home, opponents are shooting a paltry 34% from the floor. And then the worst news. Auburn's senior, Jalen Williams, right now has been listed as a game-time decision. Mm. I'm starting to lean and go back, uh, maybe not touch the total, and starting to lean a little towards Tennessee because you know why Jalen Williams being um, a game time decision is so important. Why is that? He probably was going to be the main defender on Dalton Connect, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know Dalton Connect is a bad mamma jamma. Yeah. So fair. that is that's a big one right there. That is a big one. Also, got a qu- weird question. Do you think Bruce Pearl, if he would have stayed at Tennessee, he would have an Addy by now? Sure, maybe. I don't know. I mean, dude, he's a damn, damn good coach. He is, but it's very hard to win a national championship. 
So maybe. I was just thinking about that because Bruce Pearl's heading back to Thompson Bowling tonight, 6 o'clock. That's you right. can see that bad boy. You know where it's at? It's on – is it on the deuce? I said that earlier, I think. It is on the deuce. That's right. Yeah! Man, my memory's working a little bit today. That works. But, yeah, Auburn, Tennessee. Right now, Tennessee, since the news of uh, Jalen Williams, that thing, remember, was six and a half, shot up to seven and a half. So if you want to jump it, jump it now. Again, it's a game-time decision. He might play. I'm just kind of giving you a little update what's going on in the gambling world. Looking out for the people. Looking out for the people. Auburn, Tennessee, a big night. I I expect a lot of action on that bad boy. All right, we've got to take a timeout. We've got to talk a lot of basketball on the other side. And a few more uh, NBA updates. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. (laughs) 